on with you. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. What is going on with you? Praise be unto the Lord God Almighty. So like I said, this is Kathy Brooks for LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And we're about ready to start the show. Y'all go tell somebody that LUT, the LUTG Radio show is about to start. The LUTG Radio show with Kathy Brooks is about to start. It's about to start, y'all. You don't want to miss this. Oh, my goodness. Amen, amen, amen. Praise be unto the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. All right. So it looks like everything is working. Everything is working. Everything is I. And so... <laughs> Um, so we are actually on Facebook and Instagram and, um, and so, uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram and I want to try, but I don't think that I can, I should, I mean, let me see here. I'm going to try, I'm going to pull off a, I'm going to pull off an Instagram and see if I can go to, uh, my actual feed. Oh, this is so crazy. Uh, let me see if I can go to my actual feed and then tomorrow we'll do, uh, all of, we'll do all three of them at the same time. Amen. All right. So I'm gonna go. I am going to go ahead and go over to mine real quick so that when you go to the website, you can actually see the live stream on the website. Right now, I'm live on Facebook and on the radio. I'm live on Facebook and on the radio, and I'm about to go live right now. Amen, amen. And so you'll just see today's date up there. And um, and so we're we're going live, and so we basically, uh, we're basically uh finishing up what we did yesterday uh jesus says say i am healed so it's jesus says say i am healed and so what we're doing is we're just gonna finish that up today just so uh we have all our bases covered now i did give you some homework and i i hope that you went ahead and did it Amen. All right. So let's see here. We're going to go ahead and send this out. So you'll see, I'm going to put this on Twitter that we are live, that we're going live. All right. All right. And so my goal is, my hope is that, uh, my feed does not fail me for the actual radio station feed, just cause we've been having a little difficulties there. All right. So glory to God. Amen. Amen. All right. So it is nine o'clock in the morning. Amen. And you are listening to WKKP Digital Broadcasting, the LUTG radio show with me, Kathy Brox, on LUTGradio.com. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 One, ooh, good God. How y'all doing today? Some of y'all just getting back to work. I mean, it's Tuesday already. Y'all just getting back to work. Y'all had a long weekend, (laughs) a long 4th of July celebration. Amen. Amen. Here at LUTG Radio, when I get thirsty, I drink. So, uh, I just don't like water by my equipment. You know how that go. Water and electronics do not work. They don't mix. All right, so um, what we do every day is we, for you folks that are new, for you folks that are just tuning in for the very first time, and I'm going to try and look at all the cameras here, uh, and so what we do every day is we open up with prayer, we put on our armor of God, and then we give the study, and I'll have little anecdotes in, in between as as God re- reminds me, amen, <laughs> Sometimes I just go straight through because I get straight, I get straight up excited about the word of God. So, um, I'll try and remember that you are here listening. (laughs) All right. 
All right, so again, we are on the uh, LUTG Radio website, uh, LUTGradio.com, and at the top you'll see a live uh, show link, and click that, and you'll come, you'll see me, uh, you'll see the video. Or you can go to Facebook, which is um, LUTG Radio 247, so it's on Facebook. And so, all right, and uh, we're also on the radio which is um, LinkedIn, the, the distributor is link, it's uh, internet-radio.com. So it's internet-radio.com and then just type in LUTG Radio or you can just go to straight to the LUTG Radio.com website and uh, on the left-hand side, you'll see a bunch of little icons for radio. Just click the first one uh, or click whichever one you like, but if you don't want to download anything, just click the first one, all right? All righty then. Good God Almighty. We're just going to open up in prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Lord, for you alone, oh, you deserve, Lord God, every ounce, every ounce of thanks, oh, Father. And so we just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up. We thank you, Lord God, for your peace in our hearts. We thank you, Lord God, for our sound minds and our sound bodies. We thank you, Lord God, for freedom. Say it. I am free. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, you made us free. And we just thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord, for you alone are worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for making us free. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name, O Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, for delivering us from evil. We thank you, Lord God, for fighting our battles. We thank you, Lord God, that we are in the palms of your hands and we choose not to leave. We thank you, Lord God, that we complete every assignment that you give us, Lord God. The first assignment you gave us was to to believe on Jesus, and we believe. Believe on Jesus and the one that sent him. That would be you, Father. Thank you, Jehovah God. The next assignment you gave us was to love you with all our hearts, with all our minds, with all our soul, with all our strength. To love our neighbor as we love ourselves. To love our brothers and sisters in Christ as we love, as Jesus loves the church. And Lord God, we just thank you, Father God, that we achieve each and every one of your requests. Because those are only three. And Jesus fulfilled all the others and gave us those three that we could handle. I thank you, Lord God, for you never give us more than what we can handle. And you always are ready to help us to to excel to the challenge that you have for us. And your challenge is always go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We thank you, Lord God, for the boldness to preach your gospel to every creature. Your gospel is your faith word your faith law, Lord God, and it is ours. We thank you, Father, for bringing us into the family, for making us like you once again. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Amen. Amen. You're listening to the LUTG Radio Show with Kathy Brox on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Share the link, LUTGradio.com. All right. So, um, today's show is, um, is about faith and it's uh, called Jesus says, say, I am healed. And we're doing part two and I've preached this before. I preached this several times throughout the year, last year, year before, since we started back in 2010, 2011, 2011 is when we actually got it, ooh, got it started. Um, it, the show was, uh, contemplated in 2010, um, and it had been being contemplated in my mind years before, uh, but uh, I didn't get it started really going until I had lost my job and uh, I had time and I was like, well, what can we do here? Because I got to thinking about somebody else other than myself and I always thought about other people. But at the same time, I was like, well, Lord, okay, how can I help? What can I do? Because I had a lot of time on my hands, even though I was you know, looking for work and going to school, trying to learn, you know, the customer service school, whatever, just trying to learn something. I said, well, Lord, what can I do? What can I do? So every morning I would get up and I would pray. 5 a.m., 4 a.m., me and God would be up with the crows and I would get up and I would pray. I said, okay, Lord, this is your time. 
This is me and you, me and you, we going to get it in. And so every morning, everybody would be sleeping in the house. And I would get up and I would start praying. I would do all my ashandos, however the Holy Spirit would lead me. Glory to God, hallelujah. But I would be whispering because I didn't want to wake nobody up. I'd be in the front room. So I, I ended up having actually my mom move in with me. And so I gave her my bedroom because I only had a one bedroom. But I was like, well. And in my mind, so I wasn't really thinking too much about it. I was like 30, 40, and probably 40, I think. <laughs> and uh, and so I just slept on the floor in the front room, bought a little air mattress, and just slept on the floor. Before that, I just got a blanket, threw it on the floor, slept like that. I wanted her to have the bed so she would be comfortable because sleeping on my little futon was not good. I mean, sleeping on futons like, oh, and so I didn't want her to feel that. I gave her my bed. My bed was comfortable, as comfortable as I could afford, but it was better than the floor. And so I'd be on the floor early in the morning going, Ashando, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just using Ashando as an example. Don't don't use that word unless the Holy Spirit gives it to you, all right? And so anyway, I'm speaking, I'm speaking in tongues, and I'm just talking to God, talking to God. One day I got deceived. And I thought I was just in, I was in pain and I thought that this thing was the Lord and it was warm It had a warm body and everything. And it came and it hugged me until I realized, wait a minute, this is just heat. Oh my God. Did I just hug a demon? I accidentally hugged a demon. I am not kidding. I am not kidding. It was warm and like fire, like God. Not quite like God because you could tell like a this difference. It felt it, it felt weird like and I see whenever you hug God, you don't it's not you don't feel his skin. You don't he don't put skin to skin. It's it it's a it's a rarity. And so I was like, man, this don't feel like God. I don't feel that holiness. And I was like, you know, I don't sense that holiness. And then when I realized, I was like, oh my goodness, I think I just hugged. The devil. I'm not kidding. What does that have to do with healing? I'm getting to it. And so I'm gonna put we're gonna put on our armor of God. And so I was deceived because I was hurting. So what I'm telling you is always put on your armor of God. Don't let your hurt feelings um be a blanket of deception, and you'll accept anything that comes your way. For example, there are many men out there, you're you're hurting and you want somebody to love, but you don't want to be taken advantage of. Men go through the same thing that women go through. Women don't want to be taken advantage of by men. Men don't want to be taken advantage of by women. But yet, those people are still out there. And they'll say, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. No, I love you, they love your money. They love your influence. Or they love you as a stepping stone. And so you just got to be careful and question everything. Just question everything. And so when I realized that I was hugging a demon, I was upset with myself. And then uh, I, I went back, I, I rebuked the thing and then went back to praying. And uh, and then the next day I woke up, I started praying. And well, I should say, before I even got a chance to pray, this demon came and starts hitting me in the back. But before the first blow could come, the Holy Spirit covered me. Good God Almighty. When you are with God and when you believe on Jesus, the Holy Spirit knows what's coming before you do. Had that demon been allowed to hit me even once, he might have killed me. That thing, he was hitting me so hard, it woke me up. The Holy Spirit... Of the Holy Spirit came upon me like a shell. And that demon was pounding on that shell. He couldn't figure out why I wasn't first going, oh. He couldn't figure out why he was not penetrating. He just kept, he thought it's like he thought he was hitting me, but he was hitting a shell. Boom, boom, boom. And it was like a dome. I could hear the sound. You ever hit, you ever, anybody ever played bass drums? When you play the big bass drum, I used to play bass drums. When you, uh, the bass drum, when you play a bass drum and you hit it, well, even if you hit it just with one hand, boom, it's just a resounding. And when you hit it with two, 
It's this and so much that you can feel the vibrations, especially if you touch it, if you're holding it, you can feel it, and you right there with it, so you can hear the sound of it, and so this thing was beating the hell out of me, and it got tired, the demon will grow weary, it got tired, and it left, the Holy Spirit covered me. You want to put a prayer covering, put on the whole armor of God every day. Pray and talk to God every day. A lot of y'all think, some of y'all be looking in on me, you're like, well, I'll never see you praying. Ain't none of your business when I pray. It's on purpose that you don't see me praying. It's on purpose. When I pray before you were here on live on the radio, then that's your time to look at me. But other than that, it ain't none of your business when I pray. And so stop looking. Stop looking. But we're going to pray right now. We we already prayed the opening prayer, but we're going to put on our whole armor of God. And the reason why I tell you to stop looking is because I want you to be blessed. If you are constantly looking at me, then you are not looking at God. You heard me? If you are constantly looking at me, then you are not looking at God. And I want you to look at God. I want you to look at God. I want you to pray this prayer over your children because some of your children are hot, hot under the collar, hot in their loins. And why are they that way? And they're so young. Perversion. Spirits of perversion attacks children. Why? Because you didn't train them up to say no. Why? You probably didn't know. You thought, oh, the kids, they'll be okay till they get older, till they reach puberty. No, they need the word before they get to puberty. So they'll recognize what is puberty and what is not. Your children need to know what's a demon and what's puberty, what's normal for their body and what is not normal. They need to know they need weapons of warfare and your weapons of warfare is the word of God. All right. They struggling. They struggling both male and female. I told you about that dream where those boys were being sent to hell. They were sending themselves to hell, being indoctrinated. They need help, and you going to help them. We're going to put on our whole armor of God right now. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Go to Luke 24:45. It says, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Look, we're doing an armor of God right now. Don't trip. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Good God Almighty. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking all, taking above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Numbers chapter six, verse 24, go to numbers chapter six, verse 24. It says the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Aaron prayer is like this. It says, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. 
The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Now that's the prayer that God wrote. One of the prayers that he wrote. Uh, go with me to Psalms 91. Amen. Amen. And usually you see prayers given uh, to the people by the Holy Spirit or by Jesus. But that one, Numbers 624 to 27, that one is expressly given by the Father. All right. So, uh, Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he have set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he have known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. With long and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah 54. It says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. That there's your whole armor of God. Amen. And if you want to put a praise on that, you can also use uh, Psalms 149 and 150, 148. Amen. Yeah, there's quite a few of them in there you can use. Amen. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And my name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Woo. To God be the glory. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So, today's show, like I said, pardon me, it's a little warm in here. Today's show is um, called, Jesus Says to Say I Am Healed, and we're doing part two. So, we're doing part two. And so, um, yesterday, uh, we uh, talked about uh, here we go. Yesterday we talked about, um, we use Matthew six, nine and 10, uh, second Corinthians 10, four through six, Matthew eight, one through three acts, uh, nine 33 through 34. We're not going to go over those, but we are going to go over this homework. And uh, I ask you to read Matthew chapter 6 and Matthew chapter 8. And chapter 6 speaks on forgiveness. Chapter 6 speaks on forgiveness. And why is it important for you to um, read something on forgiveness? If you don't forgive, you ain't forgiven. forgiven. If you ain't forgiven somebody, it's difficult to be healed. It's a blocker. You, you ever heard of cock blocking? Unforgiveness is like cock blocking to your blessings from God. Amen. Just, just a lot of people understand cock blocking. 
You told your dude before, man, why you got nothing? Why you all up in the way? Why you got nothing? Some of y'all might be like, why you prosperity blocking? Why you all up in the way? That was my sale right there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? uh, okay. Uh, go with me to Isaiah 12 and 4 real quick. It says, Isaiah 12 and 4, it says, And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Make mention that his name is exalted. Good God Almighty. In Psalms 150, it says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Glory clouds. Praise God. In order to praise God in the firmament of his power, you got to believe on him and you got to be a part of him. You can't be walking up in his house going, man, look, Lord, I know I stank like hell, but, uh, can I eat at your table? Let me eat at your table, God. Look. Look, I'm your cousin from like, from, you know, from, from Jean, you know, and then it was her mama. It was, and then, then, and then Paul, them, you, you know, I'm like, I'm a relative of Saul who became Paul, but you know, I'm still like on the Saul side. Jesus would be like, I know who you are. Bye. I never knew you. You can't go eating at his table telling some yo, I think I'm gonna stick around. I'm I think I'm gonna hang around and, and seeing and but I'm gonna I'm gonna just grab off your table a little bit. I just want a little bit of something what you got. Which is one of the reasons why Jesus was like, remember the, the woman that grabbed the sick woman that the issue of blood that touched it, the woman that needed to be healed, she touched the uh, the, the ends of his coat, of his garment, and he says, Who touched me? Who poured virtue out of me? He like what is that touching me? <laughs> are you still in sin? Or are you believing all the way? You can't have it both ways. Would he have taken back his healing? No, because she extended a muscle seat of faith. But I say all that to say is when we get to Matthew chapter six, this is where the Lord's prayer is. And you already know the Lord's prayer. We read it before. But when we go, get down to verse 14, it says, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, ye, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to be to fast. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward, but thou when thou fasteth, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. And so, uh, why do we read that? Because sometimes when you, God is like, when you are with me, be with me. I, if I tell you to hold off on something, um, and don't, if I tell you to fast, I want you to fast for the days that I tell you to fast. If I tell you don't touch that till this time, then don't touch it till that time. And he's trying to he's trying to get you in a place of blessing is what he's trying to do. And he's like, and while you're fasting, and while you re, like, here's a good one, abstaining from sex. While you are abstaining from sex, don't go around telling everybody, oh man, you just don't know. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Everything I see, I want to hit. Girl, I just want to ride everything. Oh, my goodness. Uh-uh. You ain't representing God like that. You ain't. Why? Because you're, masturb you're masturbating with your mouth. You're masturbating with your mouth. You're masturbating with your mind. You even you even bringing other people into it. You causing them to sin. So now you're not all responsible for you, but you're responsible for every person you done went and disfigured your face and disfigured yourself and your faith trying to show everybody, well, I'm fasting from sex. I'm fasting from food. I'm better than you. If you only knew what I was going through, 
<laughs> First off, they're gonna be like, "Dang, no sex." They ain't gonna even, most of them ain't gonna be understanding. They're gonna be like, nah, I gotta have some. What, no food? No water? For three days? Oof. Oh, man. Did you eat a, did you at least eat something before you started this? And so now you got them questioning you and doubting instead of you just go ahead, wash your face, clean up, get you some exercise, go do something, find something else to do. And then they'll be looking at you going, man, you kind of different. What's going on? Then you can tell them, oh, well, me and God doing X, Y, Z. You're listening to the LUTG Radio Show with Kathy Brocks on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Share the link, LUTGradio.com. So you really got, you prepare, when you fast and you're preparing yourself to receive the blessing from the Lord. And so when you're abstaining from sex, you're preparing yourself to receive your spouse. That's what you're doing. And so going around telling other people that you abstaining from sex and it's so difficult for you. So difficult. Then what do they do? They'd be like, okay, I'll help you out. And they start giving you spiritual sex. Those are demons. Demons. Don't do that. Every form of sex is for your spouse. And when you got a spouse, you don't need spiritual sex. Why? Because you are a spirit. You're a speaking spirit, which is why you don't need to perform spiritual sex on your wife. Why? Because without that covenant, what you're doing is entertaining demonic angels, fallen angels. You entertain and you allow sickness to come into your body. Don't, don't. And so I say all that to say is you got to work on forgiveness. You got to work on what you look like. Because you're representing God all the time. All the time you are representing God. No matter, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what's what's happening in your life. Oh, yeah. You are representing God. Go to Matthew uh, chapter 8. And God called you healed. Fasting ain't nothing. I mean, it ain't that hard. It ain't that hard. You get you some scriptures. You do a Daniel fast. If God tells you to go without food, then do it. You know why? This is what you do. Whenever God tells you to fast, all you got to do is say, Holy Spirit, sustain me. That Holy Spirit ain't going to give you no food. He ain't going to give you no food. But what he going to do is he going to give you the word. He going to be with you and he going to keep you strong. Trust the Lord to keep you strong. God ain't going to ask you to do something that you can't do. And you can be healed. Healing is yours. That's in the book of Matthew chapter six also. But there's also some examples here in, in Matthew chapter eight. It says, when, and this is talking about Jesus. When he has come, when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshiped him saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus uh, put forth his hand and was, and, and touched him saying, I will. Be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See thou, tell no man, but go thy way. Show thyself to the priest and offer the gift of, that Moses commanded for testimony unto them. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant, lieth at home, sick with the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another come, and he cometh. And to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom 
shall be cast out into utter darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus saith unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the same, in the selfsame hour. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother sick of a fever. First, I want, before I go on to that one, I want to say this to you real quick. What's the difference between that centurion soldier and the people of God? When you read the Torah and when you read uh, what Jesus says about the people, what was his disciples doing before uh, they came to work with Jesus? Before they came into his ministry, they were working, right? And they were fishing. Now there were plenty, plenty, plenty of men out there on boats fishing. But what were they doing? They were only fishing for themselves. They didn't work as a team. Had they worked as a team and there was a leader, they all could have ate and ate quickly and ate immediately. The moment Jesus came and came out and told them all, let down your nets at this time, bam, let them all down. And they all pulled up more than they could handle. They all ate because they worked as a team. They had one leader. When they and so often here you'll hear God's people say, and this is Jews and Christians, they'll say things like, "Oh, I can do it." Oh, you if you you gotta you gotta you gotta do it yourself. Ain't nobody gonna help you. It's only I, I believe in what I can do. It's only by what I can do, and they forget that they have an entire family with them. They have the whole entire body of Christ with them. You ain't got to do nothing alone. I don't know. I've even said that myself until God corrected me. Like, <clears throat> nope. I was like, oh, shoot. That's right. Get to watch what you say. Because you hear it so often. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. You can do this yourself. Ain't nobody going to do nothing for you. You got to get it done yourself. You got to hustle. Yeah, you got to hustle. But every hustler requires a community. Why? Because. Who's going to buy your stuff? You? If you buy it, you ain't making no profit. This is why when that young man came to me when I was in Chicago and he's like, oh, I'm selling a CD. You know, I know you're a Christian. I, you know, you're a Christian, right? He's like, you ain't going to even want this. I was like, yeah, I'll buy it. And he's like, what? For real? I was like, yeah. He's like, why are you doing that? I said, you want to be in music, right? You need somebody to help you. I'm a part of the community too. I may not listen to the music, but I believe in you. And so everybody needs somebody to believe in them, even if they don't even if they don't understand or agree with the product that's being put out. So somebody may make music that's cursing. Every other word is blankety blank, broad, 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 broad. I'ma put my in your ah ah ah. You gotta get up on this ah ah. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever whatever i don't agree with the music absolutely don't but i came in agreement with him because he just wanted somebody to believe because everybody that he talked to along that bus stop was like nah 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 that's a secular music nah 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 you just cursing man you ain't nobody and he gets to me and i go you are somebody you are somebody i got ten dollars I'll buy it. Sometimes you just have to invest in people. It's to build them up and to encourage them. You can't kill, you can't beat them down because they say a swear word. You can't beat them down for it. What you do is you sow into me and say, look, I know you made this music, but, I, and I'm going to buy it and I'm going to invest in you because I know that there's greater in you. You're listening to the LUTG Radio Show with Kathy Brox on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Share the link. LUTG Radio.
gmail.com. That's what Jesus was telling us. Jesus is telling us there is greater in you, which is why he always talks about John 14 and 12. Greater things than I shall you do because I go home to the father. Do you think that he was sending out the 70 disciples two at a time, 70 in a group? Do you think he was sending them out just so he'll look good? No, he was training them up. He didn't want to train them up. And then they just sit there going, man, Jesus gone now. What are we going to do? No, he's like, chop, chop. Greater things than I shall you do because I go home to the Father. He kept sowing into them. And even when he got off the when he, he got got on the cross, went to went was buried, went to hell, he came back and he says to Mary, Don't touch me. I gotta ascend to my father. Why shouldn't she touch him? She'd have died. She'd have, she'd have made him, she'd have put sin upon him. She'd have been cursed. God will bless those that bless thee and curse those that curse thee. And the moment that she would have touched him physically or spiritually, the moment she would have tried to connect to him, she had problems, disobedience, which was the first problem of Adam. Disobedience. He had already told her, I'm going to rise in three days. He had already told them that ahead of time. That's why he kept telling them so that when he would rise and see them again, that they would listen to him. Don't touch me until I have ascended to my father and put on the glory of God. Those angels were not just there to protect the tomb, but they were there to protect the risen God. You are healed. Jesus paid the price for your salvation, for your healing, your deliverance from sin. That's all in a package of salvation. He paid a price on the cross and is yours. Even for your obedience in second Corinthians 10, four through six, it talks about obedience, having in readiness to revenge disobedience with your obedience. That's what Mary had when she obeyed him and did not touch him. She had in readiness, even though her heart wanted to touch her son, try and keep a mother away from her son, her child that's been gone for a while. She been worried about him. The first thing she do is open up those arms. Oh, baby. Even if all she can touch is his feet, she grabbing at his feet. My baby, my baby. Mary reaches out to touch her son. My, my, my baby, my baby. My. And he goes, no, mom, don't touch me. But he didn't call her mom. He called her Mary. Now, why did he call her Mary? Because Mary was a covenant with the father. Mary is the bride the wife of Jehovah. He was calling her by her anointing. Her name is her anointing. Mom was an earthly designation as an incubator for Jesus. A house. Like Peter, on this rock, I'm going to build my house. I'm going to build my church. So he didn't call her mom. He called her Mary. He was, he was pulling on her, on the anointing on the love, on the promise that God had made her, on everything that God had told her before he impregnated her with his son. Mary said, well, be it unto me, God, be it unto me. And he was reminding her, Mary, be it unto you. Be obedient now as you were then. They were ready to kill Mary, stone Mary for being pregnant. Without having sex with a man. They thought she had sex with a man. They thought she was lying. And they were ready to kill her. But her husband, Joseph, stood in the gap. Her husband stood in the gap. He was a Jesus type. And now she's standing before Jesus, the savior of the world. And he's saying, remember, remember. Remember who you are and whose you are. 
Jesus is saying the same thing to us right now. Remember that you are a part of the redemption. Salvation is yours. You're listening to the LUTG Radio Show with Kathy Brocks on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Share the link, LUTGradio.com. Remember, healing is yours. Verse 14. It says, and when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of fever and he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and ministered unto them. 16. When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word. He cast out the spirits with his word. Say, I am healed. When you say, I am healed, you are casting off that demon of sickness. Say, I am healed. He healed all those that were sick. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Esaias, the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now, when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. Some of y'all are wondering, well, why did he get whipped with 39 lashes across his back? Why did he get that? That was for, for diseases and sicknesses. If he's already healing people, why? So that we would have the power to heal. He was healing people. He gave, he had to, he had to extend his power to those that believed on him. But when they, when, when he would leave and go to heaven, they still had to believe he had to show them a physical, a physical punishment. God needed to take punishment out on somebody. And it was Jesus. How many of y'all ever heard a word? We just go straight to Genesis. God told Adam to do X, Y, Z. Don't touch this tree. The devil came at Adam's going, ah, what? You, you ain't going to die. You ain't going to die. And he went and disobeyed anyway. Whose report are you going to believe? The devil or God? God needed a demonstration of his anger, not only for man, but for the devil. You're like, what? The devil was watching everything that was going on. God had to let the devil know, I'm taking authority here. You can't have my people. They are made in my image. You may have led them to sin, but I'm leading them home again. My people shall come home to me. My people shall return to me and they will be obedient. Unlike you. So those 39 lashes that Jesus took. He stood there and he took everyone. 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 Why didn't Jesus just kill the snake? Why didn't God just kill the snake? Because it was a spirit that was in it. And the snake was disobedient too. But it was a spirit of sin in it. And it required the body of man who is the authority in the world, in the land. God got this. He got this. Verse 19. And a certain scribe came and said unto him. Oh, wait. Verse 18. Now, when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests. But the son of man have not where to lay his head. 
<laughs> so Jesus said all I like to say is, uh, I ain't got no place to sleep. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. He's telling him, if you believe in me, then come on. Come on, because I'm moving. And when he, when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there rose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And we save unto them, why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then, then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? The same manner of man that we are, the redeemed. He's a savior, one without sin. And one without sin can do what he did. And when he was come to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs exceeding fierce so that no man might pass by the way. Terror in the midst. How many of y'all know that the enemy will try and put a blockage in the way to keep you from going places? Keep you from going to church? Keep you from preaching the gospel? Keep you from going to your job? Keep you from getting your money? Keep you from giving people their inheritance? Keep you from giving people their blessings? They'll keep, the enemy will keep you in the house for six months. Me telling you, if you go outside, somebody gonna kill you. It's dangerous out there. You don't need no fresh air. Don't listen to that mess. For God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. This is what Jesus is saying. Verse 29. And behold, they cried out saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? Now see, they talking about, oh, you going to torment us? They torment people. And now they upset, oh, you going to torment us, Jesus? Why, Jesus? They're actually asking Jesus for mercy. Like, it ain't even your time, Jesus. Why you going to do this to us now? We ain't doing nothing. We just, we just here. We ain't doing nothing. God's like, And there was a good way off from them and heard of many swine feeding. So the devils besought him saying, if thou cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swine. Now they say, if thou cast those out, now that he, they, these, swine, these devils were saying, and when they say, if thou cast us out, they pleading, they, they praying to Jesus. That is actually a prayer from a demon to Jesus. As if Jesus is going to be deceived and say, well, um, well, since you were so nice, I'm going to go ahead and let you just go ahead and ravish these men. And, um, I guess it's okay. Heck no. Heck no. Jesus ain't that God. Those are demons. He kicked them out. Those men have a right to be free. And so Jesus set them free. You have a right to be of sound mind and sound body. And Jesus has just set you free. And they said unto him, go. I'm sorry. And he said unto them, go. And when they came out, they went into the herd of swine and behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep hill into the sea and perished in the waters. And so those demons still went to hell. And they that kept them fled and went their ways into the city and told everyone. Good God. And told and told them and told everything. They went into the city and told everything and what was befallen to the possessed of the devils. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they besought him that he would depart out of the coast. And so people sometimes will love money more than they love people. Because if you go in and you clear somebody of a devil, 
And then you're clearing, and then you're delivering somebody of a devil. You cost them money. They're like, man, they could have been, look, why you just throw them in the sea? They was, I mean, the devils was already in them. You could have just threw them in the water. Why you throw our swine and our pigs in the water? That's our money. What they should have said is, okay, Lord, you must have had a reason for doing that. You delivered them. Okay, then they write my, um, we still need an income. So we ain't got those swines, but what can we do for money? Give us, because God will make, let, let your talents make room for you. Okay, Jesus, how can we make money? That's what they should have did. They should have pressed upon Jesus to make money. But why didn't they press upon Jesus to make money? To be honest with you, I think they still were. I think they worshiped the same thing that those demons did. Moloch, the, the Satan. I really do. Because they didn't want to have nothing to do with Jesus. And when you don't want God, you got the other one. When you don't want Jehovah God, you don't want Jesus, you got Satan. That's what's up in you. Go with me to verse, uh, to Matthew four twenty two through 24 says, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all, uh, Syria and they brought unto him all sick that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them. Yeah, I know lunatic is crazy, right? That's a modern word. I mean, we people call it crazy now. So people that were possessed with devils, people that were lunatic, that's a different kind of devil. That's out of your mind. And then people with the palsy, crippled hands and arms and legs and he healed them all diseases viruses all of it jesus healed it all if jesus healed it all that means that everybody every disease everybody can be healed if you got if there's a disease upon you there's a spirit of disease on you you've been diagnosed or whatever you have the right to be healed jesus already did it and if he did it it's yours to have say i am healed I am healed. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord, to say yes to Jesus. Because we've got to remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. Glory to God. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer after me. It says, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. 
You just got saved, amen, by the blood of Jesus, the word of God. On the LUTG Radio Show with me, Kathy Brox, on LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Let me know you guys say, come over to the LUTGradio.com website, uh, come over to the uh, contact page and let me know you guys say, amen. Um, you can also put it up on our uh, social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, glory to God. And uh, come on and uh, take this foundation class, amen. Glory to God. It's only 10 weeks. You can do it, amen. Get yourself a paperback Bible and an app, a Bible app. But download the Bible app onto your phone so that it works whether or not you have internet or not. Ooh, whether or not you have internet or not. And, uh, hey, know that Jesus loves you, beloved, 100%. All right? Don't forget, get your Armor of God t-shirts. It's on the shop page. Good God Almighty. Amen. Get yourself a, a, a mug for LUTGradio.com. That way, um, if you like me, you like chocolate milk in the morning, you can have some chocolate milk in your mug. Some people drink coffee. Some people eat, drink chocolate milk. Every now and then, I have my chocolate milk. Usually, it's water in my cups, but sometimes I like chocolate milk. And it's good when you have it in the LUTG radio cup. All right. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. You guys have a blessed day. Amen. And know that you are worth being blessed. You are worth being saved. That's why Jesus provided salvation for each and every one of us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you're in Christ Jesus, therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. You are a new creature. God loves you. Be blessed. Amen. See you later, beautifuls. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>